This is Face the Music, an ELO song-by-song podcast, episode 094, yours truly, 2095. Truly 2095 is the third track on Time. In liner notes for the 2001 remaster of Time, Lynn wrote, Typical. It's about a bloke who falls for a robot. Say no more. In a 1981 interview with Jim Ladd, Jeff described the opening sounds. Oh yeah, that's a pinball machine in the studio in, in Germany. Just a little bit of snippet. Actually, it was quite a long section at first, but uh, we, I had to zip down and down and down, so it was just that little bit. And this girl, he's got, he obviously misses his real girl from his own time. And this one will do for now if, if he can find where to put it. <laughs> <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> yeah. In the 1992 13th issue of ELO fanzine Face the Music, Andrew Whiteside wrote, The dreamy mood is dispelled by the quirking computer noises that kick off Yours Truly 2095. An odd affair, Jeff's distorted vocals sound uncannily like the Buggles 1979 number one hit, Video Killed the Radio Star. The lyrics are strange too. On arriving in the future, our homesick hero meets a female robot who reminds him of his true love back in the 80s, which only serves to make him more lonely. The music is suitably cold to give off the required feeling of alienation, a more user-friendly melody only appearing in the chorus when the question is asked, is that what you want? Is that what you really want? Fortunately, the chorus is worth waiting for, as there are no less than four verses to get through. The song finishes in a dramatic note, with Jeff's wife Sandy playing the part of the robot, narrating the chorus in a drone-like fashion whilst Richard's keyboards pile up to a sudden stop. The song was sampled in What You Want by Mike Whale in 2007 and Computers by Himanshu in 2012. That's romantic. I'm Eric Paul Johnson. And I'm Eric Winsensen. Back in 1981, we all thought the song was a hoot. I mean, especially that line about that she's a phone. That was a nice little joke to stick in the song there about a robot who's uh, who's your lady friend. But uh, it's, it's not really so much a joke now as uh, it's, it's really, really come in reality. Jeff is describing an Android here, or iPhone, or Samsung Galaxy. Take your pick of cell phone here. It's a super genius. It knows everything. It's cold. It's distant. Like Siri... It's programmed to be very nice, but it's cold as ice, so don't get all that close. It knows everything. And I think it's not going to be too much longer before this should be yours truly 2030. What with Japan improving sex bots all the time, it's not going to be much trouble to combine your sex bot with your iPhone, and there you go. You've got yourself your own 
IBM, your intimate body machine. You are friend zoned. <laughs> yeah, that's what mine. <laughs> that's what my IBM would say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I've actually had this discussion before um, that uh, yeah, um, having sex with a robot is still considered cheating. <laughs> if it's sentient, okay. it's considered cheating. <laughs> uh, you know, hmm, what yes, I these think? conversations do come up occasionally. I'll have to ask Tom. Just like if I went to a uh, parallel universe and had sex with an alternate version of my wife, she does still consider that cheating. I had no idea that you ever dabbled in shrooms or LSD. As a... <laughs> no, I come up with this stuff with without <laughs> drugs. <laughs> so... Now you're making me wonder if I should ask my wife, hey, if I got a sex bot, would that still be cheating? Just out of curiosity. Those are questions, actually, that real scientists and real philosophers have been asking is exactly when this happens, that when, the, when something like in the song happens, what exactly are the moral implications of this, and how will it affect society? Which, the way I think it will affect society is probably only women will be going to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> yeah, I think so. And no, this is not being um, heterocentric, uh, <laughs> because <laughs> unfortunately, there, there's a part of a guy's brain, no matter which way you go, that... Uh, <laughs> sex. Have to have sex. <laughs> now, 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 now! Exactly. Yeah, then this is kind of a surprising song about a sex bot. <laughs> and unfortunately, Jeff Lynn is getting friend-zoned by his sex bot. <laughs> Or it's a great the, song, though. It's it, I, I love the keyboard work in here, and it also still has those kind of classical touches that you expect from Electric Light Orchestra on top of it all. It isn't... I mean, that's what I really like about the album Time, is that it doesn't sound like Human League, or it doesn't sound like Jethro Tull's Under Wraps, where it's just cold and electronic. I mm -hmm. mean, they were able to adapt to the 80s rather quickly without losing their core sound, and it really works here. Yeah, obviously this is a heavy synth song, but what really makes it great is that it doesn't sound so cold and empty. The synth-based bands of the time, Depeche Mode, Flying Lizards, uh, Soft Cell, While I Like Tainted Love, and Flying Lizards' version of Money, and... Is a small fistful of Depeche Mode that I like at the time. It all still sounds hollow. It sounds like all the humanity was stripped out of the song and somebody put a punch card into R2-D2 and pushed record. But this is another sonic assault of synthesizers. I want to say obviously, but I'm who knows if it's not obviously. Uh, there are real drums in here with Bev Bevan playing drums. Of course, it could be a drum machine. No, that's Bevan just thinking in my head there is some guitar work that's buried underneath all the synthesizer stuff that's going on kelly goquette is really playing bass but it's synthesizers and just tons of them is what you hear most of and jeff's voice is like it's run through a telephone to help give it that computer sound but it's not cold and empty like the big synth stuff that was going on i don't know about big but the the synth stuff that was coming up at the time in 1981 I mean, that's why this is such a great synth-based song. It's because it doesn't sound so empty and lifeless and just <laughs> droning doot-doot-beep-boot-doot-doot. One thing I do find uh, kind of... At the time, you would have thought IBM was going to be the one that controlled computers forever. 
because <laughs> IBM International Business Machine, for those who are not familiar with the brand, right. which I, at some point nobody would ever thought you'd have to explain who IBM was. <laughs> They're still around, but they're not anything like they used to be. And they were the ones who put in those giant mainframe computers and everything in a lot of businesses and colleges and everything back in the 60s and 70s. They were the ones behind it all. And they were also the ones that Microsoft originally made their DOS yeah. and Windows programs for to make it a lot more user-friendly after Apple became a competitor. And... This song and Mr. Roboto reference IBM as if they're the only one who's going to put in a robotic brain into something. <laughs> they also share something in common. There's this background electronic thing going on that is in this song, but it's also used in the very tail end of Mr. Roboto. Which is something I hadn't thought of until now. The link between Mr. Roboto and yours truly 2095. Right. It's meant to kind of simulate the sound of digital processing of a punch card. Yeah. So, uh, oh, by the way, I totally made up Intimate Body Machine. I just did. Uh, this sounds about right. Intimate Body Machine. Okay. For, you know, <laughs> she's an IBM. An intimate body machine, I don't know. It's not surprising that that would be part of this song, though, because almost any movie or anything having to do with the future, one of the first questions is always, oh, am I going to be able to have sex with that? Yeah. How do people get laid in the future? Well, it might go <laughs> a little something like this. Virtual reality, huh? Okay. Well, I can have any reality I can. Where's the women at? Bit of trivia about this song. The lady who says, Is that what you want? I always thought, well, probably someone working at the recording studio and just needed a lady's voice and said, You, I like your voice. Come here and say, Is that what you want? I thought that's who Sandy might have been. But I didn't find this out until maybe last year, I think. Maybe the year before. That Sandy is actually Jeff's wife at the time. So I thought that was, Oh, well, that's kind of neat. She does have a nice voice. Yeah, well, you want to involve the wife mm -hmm. whenever you can. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder how many times she ever said to him, is that what you want? Yeah, especially when he said, you know what, I could really use a sex bot. <laughs> yeah. Got something to say about yours truly, 2095? Then call the telephone line voicemail. 623-850-3375. Call now. It's time for a great line from ELO from this week's song. What's my line? She is the latest in technology. Almost mythology. But she has a heart of stone. She has an IQ of 1,001. She has a jumpsuit on. And she's also a telephone. You donate to the podcast through our Patreon site, patreon.com slash ELOPod, you can get bumper stickers, produce an episode, or for just $1 per episode, $4 a month, you can hear shows a week before they're released to the world. Or skip all that and just hand it over directly through PayPal using the email address ELOFTMpodcast at gmail.com. Hey, it's Troy. Yours truly, 2095, reminds me of something I heard when I was a child. 
If you're close to my age, you probably did too. When I was in fourth or fifth grade, I heard that in the future, everyone would have a flying car, everyone would have a jetpack, and everyone would have a robotic love slave programmed to love only him or her. Well, I'll be 55 this year, and guess what? No flying car, no jetpack, and no robotic love slave programmed to love only me. Now, I can't wait until 2095. I'll be long since dead by then. So, all I have to say is, I want my flying car, I want my jetpack, and I want my robotic love slave programmed to love only me. And I want them now. This has been a thought from Troy. Sweet mother of God, what is the holdup? Are you on Facebook? Okay, sounds like you are. Make the experience more enjoyable by joining the Facebook group Jeff Lynn's Blue World. Not only can you post anything even slightly tangentially related to ELO without some tin-plated nerd with delusions of godhood blocking, deleting, or removing you, but you can win sh- ELO calendars, ties, even tickets to Xanadu. Ah, crap! Uh, not the movie, the play. Woohoo! Jeff Lynn's Blue World. I thank God that dream came true. Time, Speedway by Carrico, Melvin, When the scientists brought Bruce into the future, everything changed. Without Bruce's DNA project in 1981, the military lost their rigid control over the world in 2095. And they want it back. They make him homesick for the past, but the scientists try to keep him by giving him an android version of his beloved Julie. That only makes him miss the real Julie more. A rogue scientist helps Bruce send a message to Julie in 1981. The message? I'm far away, but I'm trying to get back home. They're caught by security, and a shootout occurs. Like it? Hate it? What does Madeline think? So I like this. Wow, she liked it! Face the Music, an Electric Light Orchestra song-by-song podcast, is a production of Radio Trolla Entertainment, Assorted Deli Meets Amalgamated. You can contact us by voicemail at 623-850-3375 or email us at eloftmpodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date on the show by joining our Facebook group and spread the word by sharing the link or giving us a quick rating on iTunes. You can financially support the podcast at patreon.com slash ELO pod. Next week, episode 095, Ticket to the Moon. <laughs>